Chapter 11 of The Submarine Boys for the Flag. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ashley M. The Submarine Boys for the Flag by Victor G. Durham, facing the Secretary of the Navy. Jack was the first to enter Lieutenant Ritter's room at the hotel. The young engineer officer jumped out of his chair, looking somewhat angry. "'Look here, Benson,' expostulated the lieutenant. "'What sort of way is this to use me? Here I've been loafing about here for hours, and you haven't sent or brought me word of any kind, you—' "'We've brought you something better,' smiled Jack Benson, throwing the door further open. "'Here is Millard himself.' Millard came in, a policeman at his side. The submarine boys had hailed the first policeman they met inside the city limits, and had explained to him. "'This man is wanted as a United States prisoner, is he, sir?' inquired the policeman. "'Yes, if his name is Millard,' replied Lieutenant Ritter. "'Oh, this is Millard, all right,' confirmed Jack Benson. "'Then shall I leave the fellow with you, sir?' inquired the policeman. "'Yes, of course, and thank you.' "'You'll give me a receipt for the fellow, as a United States prisoner?' hinted the policeman. "'As a United States suspect,' corrected Lieutenant Ritter, going to a table on which were writing materials. The policeman was handed the desired documents, then withdrew. Then Ritter went to a telephone, calling up Major Woodruff. "'The Major will be here in about ten minutes,' announced Ritter, hanging up the receiver. "'In the meantime, we will do no talking in the presence of this suspect.' It was just a little less than ten minutes later when Major Woodruff, accompanied by a corporal and two private soldiers, entered the room. Miller was at once taken away, under guard. Then the boys told their stories, quickly, comprehensively. "'I'll have to get a clear wire all the way through to Washington,' declared Major Woodruff, promptly, going to the telephone. In a minute more he had arranged matters and hurried to the table to write his dispatch. Ere the major had finished writing, a messenger boy was at the door. "'Boy, you'll find my automobile at the hotel entrance,' stated Major Woodruff. "'Give this car to my chauffeur, and he'll take you on the jump to the telegraph office. Then come back in the automobile and wait for more work.' "'Do you expect anyone in Washington to get that message now, after ten o'clock at night?' Jack asked wonderingly. "'Tonight,' repeated Major Woodruff. "'Yes, sir.' You haven't much idea, I take it, Mr. Benson, how fast government business travels. Within five minutes, the first part of my message will be tickling out on a receiver in the War Department. The Army officer in charge will get the Secretary of War over the telephone. Why, my answer will very likely be here inside of twenty minutes. It was thirty minutes, exactly, when a messenger placed a telegram in Major Woodruff's hands. As soon as the messenger had gone outside, the Major read this telegram. Keep prisoner Miller close confinement pending further orders. Have communicated Secretary of Navy. Latter official says, sea chase shall be made to catch fellow Gray on Juanita. If submarine boys will accept sea service, briefly, for Navy Department, have them come to night's train and report Secretary Navy at nine tomorrow morning. Their expenses borne by government. Signed, Secretary of War. "'What does that mean, sir?' cried Jack Benson, rising. "'About if we will accept sea service and reporting in the morning to the Secretary of the Navy at Washington.' "'Why, I belong to the Army,' replied Major Woodruff, hauling out his watch. "'And this is a Navy matter. 
however since one of you youngsters knows gray by sight and all of you familiar with this business i imagine the secretary of the navy wants to put you out to sea on one of the country's gunboats to aid in the chase for any real information however you'll have to apply in person to the secretary of the navy himself are you going to washington are we going jack started to repeat with mild irony when a knock at the door interrupted him major woodruff opened the door to receive another telegram washington wakes up quickly he laughed here you are mr benson a dispatch from our other fighting department at the nation's capital clearing his throat major woodruff read some description of schooner juanita and of suspect gray as mentioned in your telegram secretary war our submarine boys leaving tonight to report in the morning secretary of navy here you are and you see you've got to make up your minds quickly said the major the night train south for washington leaves in a little more than an hour from now why there's only one answer possible sir cried captain jack benson his eyes shining of course we'll take tonight's train and report to the secretary of the navy in the morning once for the flag i don't even have to consult my comrades or look their way i know their answer as well as i know my own good enough young man applauded major woodruff while lieutenant ritter gave jack a hearty slap across the shoulders but to go to the navy department you'll want citizens clothes not your present uniforms which are not official i could send my auto to your boat and you can be back here in forty minutes if you dress quickly ready for the word forward sir responded captain jack saluting hal and eph also raised their hands to their foreheads it was a swift trip with some hurried dressing on board the spitfire but major woodruff landed them at the railway station ten minutes ahead of train time good fortune gentlemen wished major woodruff pressing the hand of each when the train was ready don't be scared when you find yourself face to face with so big a man as the secretary it is not to be wondered at if the minds of all were in a bit of a whirl as they made for their berths in a sleeping car after all muttered jack to himself as he undressed in the berth it's strange how some fellows get the cream of things here we get the trip to washington while lieutenant ritter will have only the fun of going out to the cliff above cobtown to-morrow to have a look at what is left of miller's mine their train brought the submarine boys into washington just before seven in the morning there was time for a good breakfast then being strangers at the national capital the youngsters engaged a cab to take them to the imposing building that shelters the state war and navy departments jack benson sent in his card five minutes later the three submarine boys were ushered into the presence of the secretary of the navy end of facing the secretary of the navy recording by ashley m